0: And welcome to the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today, we have a mini-sode where I answer a commonly asked question in 10 minutes or less. Be honest, this one's not really that commonly asked, but I thought it would be something good to cover. Today, that's going to be, what is a pain letter, and how can you use one in your job search? We will unpack this intriguing question within the short episode, and you'll learn how you can even use it to your advantage. Without further ado, here's episode 227 of the Career Warrior Podcast. All right, I'm going to be super honest with you because I think that all job seekers deserve the honest truth all the time. I've never actually used a pain letter, so to speak, in the strictest sense. This is something that stumbled across our editorial meeting the other day, and I was like, pain letter, that's really interesting, and I was intrigued by the concept. When I found out what it was, I was not really surprised by it because it actually implements a lot of the same principles that we've been talking about in cover letters over and over again. And I've advocated for something very similar in the cover letters that we write. So I want to give you as many things to think about as possible. So within this episode, you'll be able to explore the idea of a pain letter and if it's something you want to try to set yourself apart as a job seeker. Cutting straight to it, what is a pain letter? This is defined very well on our blog. Should you write a pain letter as your cover letter? This is on our website. A pain cover letter operates on a hypothesis of the employer's current issues and struggles based on research into the company. The applicant presents the hypothesis along with specific examples of how they've conquered such challenges in their own career, showing why the candidate is particularly a good fit. So in super-duper layman's terms, figure out what the hiring manager or company is struggling with, and you show how you are going to solve that pain, a lot like what salespeople do in this day and age. So as a working example, let's say that you are, you've are you been in the field of HR for a while. You're an HR manager, and you infer or deduce that a company is struggling to hire good talent. Then you can speak within this pain letter to that pain and why you are going to be a good person for the job to solve that pain. If you can hit something like this on the head, in my belief, you have the golden ticket to win somebody over. It's just going to be really effective and it will work if someone reads it and you are on point with the pain. And the reason why this principle works is that people only care about their problems and they don't necessarily care how awesome you are. They care about how your awesomeness is going to solve their problem. See the difference? So let's talk about some potential drawbacks of the pain letter. Number one, you might come across as arrogant, especially if you do this the wrong way and you phrase. Eh, just let's just say it's easy to phrase things in such a way that makes you look like a diva. Pain cover letters can be effective, but they may leave a bad taste because it's really tough to say something like "I can help you with your problems" when you haven't truly been inside the company's perspective for some time. So who are you to come in and say that you are the all-knowing guru who is able to solve all these problems? The trick here is you want to brand yourself as someone the hiring manager would want on the team. Not as Mr. I'm going to come in and solve all your problems, whereas I don't really know what I'm doing because I haven't spent a day in your shoes. So you want to be careful there not to come across as arrogant. Thing number two with this pain letter concept is it operates on the whole assumption that you know what their pain is. So let's say you miss the mark altogether on what they're struggling with. So as a hiring manager, let's say that they're really not struggling to find to get talent quickly then you could come across as someone who really doesn't know what they're doing, and they might say, okay, this person's out of touch. They're just not gonna be a good fit for the company. So two drawbacks. One, you might come across as arrogant, and number two, you could miss the mark. But that doesn't mean that the pain letter isn't something that can set you apart from other job seekers who are writing generic boilerplate cover letters. In fact, as much as possible, I do recommend recognizing and figuring out what the pain that these companies have and showing within a cover letter or maybe an overt pain letter how you can solve that problem. So here's what to do. Here is the Chris approved method on what to do when you're aiming at the pain. You're showing him how it hurts. Number one, do your research first and foremost. You need to aim for insider information as we talked about in our episode with Kimberly Cummings and actually talk to people who may know what the company is trying to figure out. Heck, they might even put it on a website somewhere on social media. Do a little bit of digging, because if you can get at this, if you can put on your Sherlock Holmes hat and make an inference or deduction on what a company could be struggling with, this could be your golden ticket to that interview, to your dream job. All right. So step two is to make sure you have some sort of cover letter going this is going to be essential to make sure that you have some sort of document that could speak to why you're a good fit for a company. Let's see, grandma has written thousands of cover letters, so we got you there, and we also have plenty of content to write your own cover letter. But really, you want some sort of foundation or basis for you know really selling why you're a good person for the company. And what you're going to do is you're gonna take that old cover letter and adapt it into a pain letter. This is exactly what I would do. So that's step number three. Rewrite your cover letter with the pain in mind. So at this point, you need to ask yourself, what percentage of the cover letter is talking about your desires versus the company's? This is a huge mistake that a lot of job seekers or really a lot of people in general make when they're writing or communicating to other people is they only speak with their own desires in mind. They say, I would really love a company that is a you know, small but growing startup or I've always dreamed about being in tech my entire life or things that really talk about me, me, me. When in reality, like we said earlier, is that people really only care about how you can solve their pain and how you can really do it quickly by identifying yourself as the ideal candidate for a position. So what I say, yeah, you're going to talk about yourself naturally. Like, let's be honest here. It's you who's going to be fulfilling the position, but rework that ratio a little bit so that the majority of your cover letter is company focused. Try to get at what the company is looking for within the first few sentences. Don't wait until the end. So it becomes a pain letter really when you decide to overtly focus on that company's pain and how, you know, addressing the problem and showing how you're going to solve that specific problem. And cover letters really should do the same thing. It should show why you're a good fit because at the end of the day, all of these people have pain that they are trying to solve through a hire. That's just the way that it works so to be in order to be careful with coming across as arrogant which we talked about earlier is really be humble and do your best to come across as a person there to solve a problem and that you're not there to criticize or even impress someone within the organization so tldr too long didn't read you don't really need a straight up pain letter but with every cover letter what i would suggest all you career warriors do is try and identify some pain That You can help alleviate and speak to that pain within the letter, whether you explicitly call it out or not is your decision, but at the end of the day, you want to show how you can solve the company's problems. All right. This wraps up episode 227 of the career warrior podcast. Glad getting a little bit shorter there. And that's my intent because I know a lot of you guys are busy, but post this episode and tag me. I would love to hear from job seekers specifically. Have you ever used a straight up pain letter before? And how did it go? On LinkedIn, I'm Chris Vianueva, CPRW. And go ahead and share this episode and tag me in a comment. There is also a blog about this topic. You go to letseatgrandma.com, go to our blog and search for pain letter. All right, that wraps up 227. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I'll see you next week. Career Warrior Podcast. And for more on your job search, please make sure to check out Let's Eat Grandma's website at letseatgrandma.com forward slash CWP. That's where you can find her blog, attend job seeker events, and learn more about her awesome resume services. Let me just say, I'm happy you're subscribed on Apple or Spotify, but you are missing out if you haven't seen the additional resources on our website. Once again, that's letseatgrandma.com forward slash CWP. And please don't forget to leave a review. The support from my fellow warriors is what will help me get noticed and what will help the algorithm so other job seekers can discover us too. I promise I read all the reviews and you will just make my day. That's all. I'll see you next episode this Monday morning.